Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Today, we're so blessed that you're joining us. Today is part two of a great two part interview with a good friend of our ministry, Nelson Brown. Uh, he's been on our show in the past, and he was he's the author of several books. Another one is coming out very soon. We're going to be talking about his books today. But if you missed any of the prior episode, part one, you need to go back and catch up because Nelson covered things that we just don't have time to go over again. Amen? Now, Nelson is a young black man that loves the Lord, and he really has a lot of great things going on in his life, and he is helping people to understand, especially young men and women, how how important they are in the beauty that they have within themselves. It doesn't have to be natural, physical beauty, but their own soul, their own spirit, how beautiful they truly are within. This is an awesome interview. Nelson's an awesome young man, and he is hitting people right where they need to hear it. I mean, he is ministering to them on a level that really nobody else can. He'll get into more of that. But right now, let's jump back into the conclusion of this interview with Nelson Brown. And your radio program is based off your book series. So tell us the format and what the discussions are like. Well, my radio show airs every Tuesday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. During the first half of the show, um, I usually speak about whatever the topic for the night is. So um, any topic that I have for the evening, um, I speak about during the first half of the show. And for the second half of the show, that's when my guests kind of chime in and they talk about themselves and the work they do and the work that they do and what they're about. That ties into the discussion that I have the first half of the show. So during the first half of the show, you could see me or listen to me, you know, read some statistics from some facts that I pulled from different sources um, about whatever the topic may be. Um, I may talk about books that I've read or articles that I've read that pertain to that topic. And um, like I said, during the second half of the broadcast, you'll see me speaking to my guests more in detail about the work that they do and how impactful it is um, on their community. Um, Sometimes I do have shows where I speak for the entire hour about, um, I I facilitate (laughs) sessions where um, I talk about lessons or stories from the Bible. Um, so, and I kind of create like a, I I guess you can call it a Bible study, um, for the entire hour. So sometimes I'll do that for an hour or sometimes I'll speak to my guests, you know, for the second half of the show, after I talk about my subject for the, um, first half about whatever it is they have to share. So I've had other authors, entrepreneurs, I've had people in ministry. Um, I've had, um, life coaches, relationship coaches lifestyle experts and people who work in the field of health and wellness on my show. I've, I've had some students, some of my peers, some young people join in 
uh, and talk about the work that they do in the field that they're pursuing. So I try to make it appeal to as many people as possible um, yeah. because um, I know that everybody has a story to tell. And I try to keep an open mind and heart to as many people as possible if they have something that is uplifting to share, if they have an inspirational story, or if they have work that um, is making an impact, mm -hmm. um, regardless of what it may be or what field it may identify with, I try my best to showcase that on my show because I want everybody to understand that um, in terms of what I do, everyone um, has a gift and everyone has a knack for doing something special. Um, there's mm -hmm. something that everyone has been called to do, but um, absolutely, yeah. I, I, right. I do my show because um, I try to help people figure out what that is, you know, um, with, with the beauty and what they do and with within who, and the beauty and what, who they are and what they do. I tried to showcase that as much as I can, because I know that a lot of people struggle with that um, because a lot of people um, don't, it's, it's, it's very difficult for people to identify who they are or where they are in different aspects of their lives, especially a lot of people in my age bracket. Um, it, it's, it's definitely um, a challenge and that's what I try to do on my show. And I've been able to garner a, a good audience um, so Praise far. So it's Amen. predominantly filled with women, a lot of young adults. Um, I have a lot of entrepreneurs and public servants who do follow my work. And um, I know a lot of them personally, but some of them I don't know, but right. um, I, I know that definitely you talk, see you, you're working in or getting a degree in the healthcare industry type thing. Tell us mm -hmm. what those discussions have centered around for your audience. Well, um, actually, um, I have um, I have had discussions with a few people who work in the healthcare industry on my show. One gentleman was a student. Um, he was pursuing his master's at the time. He's graduated since then, but um, he was pursuing his master's at the time. He was working as a pharmacy technician. Um, but he was um, studying to become a doctor. So he's in, in his doctorate program right now. And he's also doing his residency and he's going through that process. And when we had, when we had, when we had a discussion about the healthcare industry, we had different conversations about um, different aspects of the healthcare industry and how um, important it is for people to understand what their options are and um, how, how, they, how they can search for the most effective resources. Um, so um, we, we talked about um, the healthcare industry and we talked about solutions from a holistic approach in terms of how we can make sure that we are doing our part as public servants to serve the community in the best way possible. So he talked about his personal experience dealing with, you know, people with, you know, with other pharmacy technicians and people who work in the industry. I'm working with a lot of um, patients one-on-one -on -one because like I said, he's studying to become a physician. So he's in those, he's in the doctor's Amen. offices yeah. day after day. He's, he's been behind the counter, you know, you know, as a pharmacy technician and he understands um, how, um, how difficult it is for people who don't have resources, who don't have an adequate amount of resources yeah. in order to um, um, get what they need in order to um, live their lives and to be as healthy and happy as possible. So I've had some conversations with some health, some people in the healthcare industry about that. Um, and um, people have really enjoyed the engaging conversations. Um, okay. and, and like I said, and it's, and it's a, it's a broad audience. So it's not just filled with people who identify with one community or, or, or another. 
you know, it's very inclusive and diverse. And that's what I like about it. Do you, do you talk to anyone about education? You know, I know Baltimore City has been under a, a huge microscope these last several years about a failing public schooling system. What kind of discussions have you had with others that are addressing those issues? Yes, um, I've had conversations with some um, political figures on my show. Um, so some of the local, locally elected leaders, the local leaders that have been elected, I've had conversations with some of the elected officials about education. I've had conversations with them about the criminal justice system. I've had conversations with them about um, how to empower the youth um, in their communities. Um, so I, I've, I've had discussions with several um, um, elected officials locally. Amen. I've had several of them on my show and we've had conversations about education and about crime and justice. We've also had conversations, like I said, about how to empower the youth. We've had conversations about um, how um, they've been able, how we've been able to keep everyone engaged um, and informed throughout the course of the pandemic. So I've, I've spoken to some local leaders on both sides um, of the aisle about um, the things that they're doing in order to, you know, ch change this false narrative about the city of Baltimore. Um, because, you know, it, it, it breaks my heart when I listen to that and when I read that, because I know that there are so many kids that are suffering and it seems like yeah. it's just, I feel like, you know, when we talk about this and when we read about this, I feel like it's, I feel like a hamster on a wheel. It just yeah. It's just going around and around and around. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, it's this perpetual cycle of just failure after failure after failure that they continue to sensationalize over and over and over again. But mm -hmm. I've met a lot of great people, a lot of great leaders, community leaders and community activists who are out there and who are actually doing the work behind the scenes that they don't get to showcase, you know, on yeah. TV. So I know, I know the truth in terms of like, who's actually being effective um, because, you know, and I'm, and I'm not on anybody's side. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm on nobody's side at all. I try to do what's best for the people. I don't care about what's going to be popular or what's going to be favorable to one person or one group of people versus another. Mm -hmm. But I just, like I said, I've had conversations with people on both sides. So like I said, I'm not biased towards anybody. Mm -hmm. I give everybody a chance to talk Amen. about the work that they do. As long as it's making a difference and yeah. as long as Amen. we're seeing progress, that's all that matters to me. You know, I could I care you. less about what's, what's, what's politically popular or what's going to, um, you know, look good for certain people, certain groups of right. people or another. I mean, I know you talk about family values and pop culture. Can you share some of the problems you've discussed with some of your guests concerning those topics? Yes. So um, I've had some conversations with some counselors um, and some life coaches on my show who've um, spoken to families um, and they've spoken to individuals in their counseling sessions and in their coaching sessions about the dynamics between their family members and how especially during the pandemic, how that has, um, how the breakdown in their families and then the dynamics that they have between their families, how all of that has been exasperated by the pandemic 
um, when we think about the rates, I've talked about domestic abuse on my show. Um, I've talked about child abuse on my show. Um, I've spoken about um, with relationship experts and marriage counselors about how divorce rates have skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. I've spoken to them about how relationships have really, really, really been tested throughout the course of the pandemic. Um, and, and how the family dynamics have changed because people have been so accustomed to living their lives and going about their daily lives, doing their own thing and not really being forced to deal with each other on a daily basis. Um, that's true. Yes. So I think that, um, I've had, like I said, I've had conversations with those people, many people who work in that field. Like I said, a lot of marriage counselors, relationship experts, um, life coaches. I've spoken to them on my show about how that's been impacted as well. Like I said, I've spoken about domestic abuse. I've spoken about child abuse. I've spoken about, I've, t- I've talked to several people about divorce. Um, I had a Mother's Day special with my mother and some of the other ladies from Awesome God Radio about um, how their lives have changed, you know, as parents during the pandemic and vice versa. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a conversation that I have on a daily basis. Um, and last week I had a conversation with, um, a social worker from an organization called adoptions together, because, um, I decided, um, to grow my family through adoption as, um, a single adoptive father. And I decided to go that route because I thought about, um, my journey, you know, growing up. And I thought about the fact that I, my dad wasn't present. Um, Mm -hmm. all the time, like I wanted him to be, or I'd wish that he'd be. And I thought, I thought about the impact that that had on me and, and and the fact that he's not here anymore. Um, that really put things in perspective for me. Um, because I know that, um, there are a lot of children who, who need that love, support, discipline, and structure in order to be successful and in order to grow into healthy and happy people and, and in order to grow into healthy and happy adults. Um, I've talked to I've talked to several of my colleagues and several of my guests about the foster care system and about the the adoption community, and I've learned about how inclusive and how diverse that is. Um, and I've listened to a lot of stories from people who identify with those communities and who have support groups in those communities. Um, and uh, it's it's something that um, I've decided to embark on because. I, I realized that I don't, I don't, because I'm, I, I thought about my own personal story and I, and I, and I know my mom's story. My mom grew up in the foster care system with the same family and she was raised with the same family. And I looked at how successful she became, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a woman and as a mom. And I th- I thought about um, how broken my father's side of the family was. And I thought about everything that he went through. And I thought about, a lot of his destructive and unhealthy habits that he um, had and how he just suffered in silence for a long mm-hmm. time and how he was never able to live up yeah. to his unlimited what is the, potential. What is the, what is the process for a single adult male to be part of the adoption process? Well, that's something, well, that I don't have time to talk about. I mean, that's, that's a process <laughs> okay. that, that, that would be, okay. that would, I would, have, I would have to save that for another show, but in a nutshell, <laughs> In a nutshell, um, you know, it, it, it would be, um, of course, you know, with the adoption process, you have to um, find an attorney, depending on what type of adoption you want. 
um, most of them are either private or public. Um, so if you go through a private attorney or through a private agency, you would have to speak to social workers, case workers, and or an attorney um, for more details about that process. And since the world of adoption has been so, um, it's changed for the better. It's become much more diverse and inclusive um, for a lot of people. They have adoptions for all types of people. So you could, you don't have to be married. You don't have to um, be in a relationship in order to adopt. Um, you just have to meet all of the guidelines in terms of completing the home study. Um, you have to speak to your social worker, your caseworker, and your attorney about that process. And they really, they really work with you step by step throughout the process. You have a lot of support groups. They, they refer you to a lot of support groups. So a lot of people who are in your same boat, um, they can foster that level of understanding and support that a lot of people um, who aren't a part of the adoption community, they may not understand because um, a lot of people don't understand the process of adoption and a lot of people yeah. don't understand what it's like to be a part of that community. And that's why they have Amen. the support groups available for people um, of all backgrounds. Um, so these are singles. These could be, they have groups for single men and single women who adopt children. They have groups for transracial adoptions, um, um, all types of adoptions with foster children. So things have changed um, over the years. Then. Yeah, yeah, you name it. Like yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's very diverse and inclusive. Amen. And that's the beauty oh. of everything because um, it's, it's the love that matters and it's the support that you can foster from these people that matters. Now, you also talk about philanthropy on your program. What kinds of philanthropy are you involved in? Well, um, I, I have, there's an organization um, that I join virtually every Friday evening around 7 p.m. Um, for our weekly meetings. It's called Young Men Strong. Um, I met Miss Nyjah Howard. She's the CEO and founder of that organization. And it was inspired by, um, she created that journey. Um, I think she's celebrating 10 years this year, um, being the founder of that organization. And it talks about, um, we talk about things that are related to men's. So a lot of men's issues and a lot of issues that men and boys go through and experience. That's what a lot of the gentlemen on the platform talk about each week. So she has a lot of keynote speakers and professors, educators, and people, men of different backgrounds who speak to the group each and every week. Um, and we have a chance to talk about different issues that affect us um, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and in all areas. And it's inspired by her journey as a single mom growing up. Uh, um, so she was able to raise her son by herself with, with the community, with the village of people. Um, and she used this organization as a way to give single moms around the world um, and hope in terms of giving them a network and an outlet to um, be a part of um, and to um, join. Praise the Lord. All right. Well, uh, as we get ready to wrap up, I want to get back to your books for a minute because your books have won a few awards along the way as well. Can you tell us about the awards you've won for your books? Yes. So um, for my books, for for the first two editions, um, for volume one and volume two, um, I won 
um, author of the year and male author of the year in the year 2019 and 2020 for um, those books. Um, so uh, I I won two author of the year awards for from the Newsom Gospel Music Awards. Um, it's um, it's it, it's an is an award show that every that the public can attend every year. Um, so most of the shows are held in the Baltimore metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. So um, so you would have to log on to the website and find out more information about the show because they have gospel artists from around the world who come and who attend the show each and every year. Right. Uh, last year, we had um, Dr. Bobby Jones, um, who um, hosted the show, and it was down at the convention center, center the Baltimore Convention Center, and it was a fantastic show. Um, and uh, um, Awesome Guy Radio won Internet Station of the Year last year, and I accepted the award on AGR's behalf, which was a great opportunity. Praise the Lord. Um, so a lot of entertainers um, and a lot of other authors um, get, a, get a chance to attend this show each and every year. So it's a, it's a very prominent show in Baltimore that a lot of people like to attend. Um, it's a yearly event, um, and um, you get to meet a lot of amazing people, and you get to network with a, yeah, with a diverse group of people. Amen. That's awesome. Nelson, it's been great catching up with you, man. I, I want to make sure that someone can listen to your radio program. Can you give us the information again on how to hear your radio program? Yes. So Awesome God Radio um, can be found on all of the social media sites so um we are awesome guy radio um we you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram um you can find me on social media at nelson brown on um on facebook and you can find me at nelson e brown on twitter and on instagram um and you can also log on to our website at um awesomeguyradio.com and that'll give you more information about all of our shows. Um, so each and every one of us has a different story and all of us are standing on a purpose, but all of us, we all have, um, we're all talented, all of the radio personalities. We all love each other. We all embrace each other and we get to learn from, from each other because all of our shows tell a story. All of our shows stand on the purpose, and, but we all have an objective and that's to uplift and inspire all of our listeners so you get to learn more about each and every listener and what each and every um host of each and every show because all of us are different but we're all the same in terms of what our goal is which is to inspire and uplift people and to make a difference and to make an impact so you get to, you you can log on to awesomeguyradio.com to learn more about each and every one of us because hey, i'm not the only person who's affiliated with the station there are several personalities radio show personalities that you can meet and listen in on their shows and be a part of awesome guy radio is a community it's awesome guy radio is stellar they were nominated for several stellar awards mm. um so it, it they it's it's a great community of people and i'm so blessed to Amen. that I, I i had an opportunity to meet our ceo and founder mr antoine jefferson um he's the one that believed in me and saw my potential and um kind of nudged me to start the program to start my program with this station um, so that other young men like awesome. that look like me can have a voice um, on things that really, really matter. Amen. Amen. And all your books, they're all available on Amazon, correct? 
Yes, all of them are okay. available on, on Amazon in paperback and ebook format. So okay. you can log on and head on over to Amazon to purchase all of that. Yep. I'm currently working on my fourth installment. Um, uh, it's called The Beauty in Us, When Handsome Hearts Heal. It's going to be a two-part um, um, series. So I'm working on part one. I'm wrapping things up with that. And I'm still writing material for part two. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's going to be great. Amen. Amen. I'll put links to all this down in the show notes below. If someone wanted to get in touch with you again to ask a question, maybe be a guest on your radio program or something like that. How can they do that? How can they get in touch with you? They can email me directly at brownnelsone at gmail.com. And again, they can also reach out to me on, on all of the social media sites. I'm available um, at Nelson E. Brown on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm also available on LinkedIn and Facebook at Nelson Brown. So they can, again, you know, they can, um, reach out to me directly um, via email, or um, if they can't access my email, they're free to reach out to me directly. They can instant message me or send me a direct message at um, and, uh, at um, my social media sites. And they're also free to, again, follow Awesome God Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So we post all of our shows and great content um, on all of these platforms, and everybody has a chance to follow them. And listen, folks, I've known Nelson now for, I guess, four or five years, brother. I mean, praise God. He's been consistent. He's grown a lot since we first started talking way back when. And he's been working for the kingdom ever since I've known him, even before his he was writing his books and, and just getting them published. His books are awesome. I want to encourage you to get your copies of each of his books today. I know you know someone who will be blessed by Nelson's book series, The Beauty in Us. It does not only apply to black men. It doesn't only apply to women. It applies to each and every person who's ever experienced any kind of preconceived misconceptions from others. I mean, this is the this really is the true pandemic in our society today, is preconceived notions of what people are like. It's not one that's often discussed. It's one that that plagues people at all age levels from every social demographic. And Nelson Brown is confronting these issues head on. I believe he's speaking for thousands of people every time he gets behind that microphone and every time he releases another book. I encourage you, go down to the show notes, order Nelson's books right now while you're thinking about it. They're not that expensive. Order all three. Be watching for number four. It's coming, praise God. And get in touch with Nelson. Reach out to him. Use the link. Get in touch with him about his radio program. Amen. Nelson, I want to thank you for coming back on the show today and catching us up on all that you got going on, man. You, you're you doing it. You're, you're doing what you visioned way back when we first started talking about four years ago. You're doing it. You're making an impact, man. And I appreciate you taking the time to come back on and catching up with us today. Thank you very much. And I'm glad everyone, you know, had the opportunity to listen in to this um, broadcast and to really, really um you know, listening to my story because, um, like I said, I've grown so much and mm-hmm. there's so much more to learn. Um, and I'm glad I had the opportunity to share this, you know, with you guys. Amen. Praise the Lord, folks. That's all the time we have for today. For Nelson Brown and myself, this is Pastor Bob reminding you be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. 
please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.